Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Crumpets, Cheerio, but he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Mark Stein. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the international... Man of the Year, Mark Stein. <laughs> Mark. Yes, James. <laughs> Does your life matter, Mark? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm cringing now because I know I'm going to be trapped into saying, "Ooh, all lives matter," <laughs> and at that point, my book deal will be cancelled, and I won't be able to. <laughs> Get on television again if I say all lives matter. We all know that all lives don't matter. Some lives matter. And then others, such as mine in particular, don't matter one jot or two. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I cannot believe that this has taken up so much ink today in the papers around the world. It's mm. not just the United States. So Kanye West, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I missed his name. Kanye <coughs> Yee. Yee. West. Ye. Yes, ye. Um, and oh, ye of little faith. Of, oh, ye that don't believe everybody. Anyway, Kanye Ye shows up in Paris with Candace Owens. Mm. They've got one matching, well, somewhat matching, inverse matching. One is one is predominantly black, the other is white. With, with black. Anyway, all lives, uh, no, 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 white lives matter. And you would think that this was like an opening salvo for World War Three. Yeah. Immediately, you've got this woman I've never heard of from Vogue magazine, <laughs> who is Karifa somebody, really? Karifa Johnson. Yeah. This is dangerous and it's violent. So now, wearing t-shirts are violent. Wearing a shirt with a message that says "White Lives Matter" is violent. You've had other people from the celebrity class jumping in. They're calling uh, Kanye West all kind of ahs and everything else in the book. Uh, why? Well, I think Kanye West does what enormously successful mega celebrities uh, used to do uh, routinely. He wants to show that the rules don't apply to him. There's no point being as famous and wealthy as Kanye West if you can't do what you want. So if he wants to wear a T-shirt saying White Lives Matter... Uh, he should go ahead and do it. I mean, what's one of the things that's perfect is the way A-list celebrities... I first noticed this, oh, whatever it was, uh, 16 years ago. I wrote a book, and I, and after I wrote the book, I for a couple of years I would get um, 
emails from very prominent Hollywood figures who would say, oh, I really enjoyed your book, but don't mention my name. Don't tell anyone I said that. <laughs> uh, and I was thinking, and although I was touched and flattered, I, I was thinking, this is ridiculous. You're an A-list movie star, and yet you're scared in case anyone finds out you've read my book. And it's all like that now. I remember, actually, uh, you, you were producing that day. Uh, when I was guest hosting for Rush a few years ago when Carrie Fisher died, the the actress. And Steve Martin, the famous comedian, tweets out that he'll he'll never forget when he first met her. She was just the loveliest girl. And immediately all these people start piling on and saying, how dare you call her a girl? She's a woman. And instead of saying, well, wait a minute. I knew her, she was my friend, and I'll say what I like when my friend dies, and you who didn't know her uh, can say what you like. Uh, there's all these suddenly, these Hollywood, Hollywood big shots, uh, totally craven. The point of being Kanye West is to do whatever the hell you want. And whether that's him with White Lives Matter or it's J.K. Rowling uh, sticking it to the transgender crowd, that's the point of that size of wealth. One of the funniest reactions, I think, was from the supermodel, who I didn't know she existed before a few weeks ago. This Gigi Hadid, I think that's maybe how she pronounces her name. I thought it was Gigi. I thought it was like a little Uh, more It could be. Gigi. Gigi. Gigi Gigi Hadid. (laughs) She... So after this, after this Vogue lady goes after him, Kanye goes on Instagram and he slams her, he slams her. So then supermodel Gigi steps in and she says, you wish you had a percentage of her intellect, only she spelled intellect wrong. So this is... This is... No, what do you mean she spelled it wrong? Maybe that's just the, the gangster spelling. You know, that's the cool oh, way to... Oh, oh. That's the cool way to spell it. It's like that that word mother bleeper. I once I once used that, and I got these uh, uh, emails from rap fans who said I hadn't spelt the mother bleeper word correctly. <laughs> so maybe it's the same with intellect. Oh, well, I don't know, Mark. I just I don't know. And then you hear speaking of intellect, there's this Sunny Hostin woman on the View. She's a lawyer, mm. and now we ought to be really we ought to be ashamed of ourselves, Mark, because I think we supported this. Sunny says that we Republicans that. And I know that you may vote Republican occasionally. I know I do. She says that we voted. We packed the Supreme Court. We packed it. It wasn't. What happened? I love this. This is the way it always happens. All Donald Trump did was, you know, what normally happens is you, you've got you've got nine judges. One of them dies. You replace the judge who dies. The other guy is getting up to 93 and decides he'd like to go fishing. So you replace the guy who's gone fishing and then somebody else. You know, that's that's not judge packing. That's the actuarial tables of a court whose judges are, are getting up there in years. Now, the guys who the only guys who talk about court packing are the Democrats. Oh, oh, we uh, we haven't got a position on court packing yet. We're looking at the question of court packing, and we may pack the court. I think it might be nice to have fifteen judges, twenty-seven judges, thirty-nine judges, however many it takes to outvote the Trump judges. That's what we need on the court. They talk about it all the time. Their their legal scholars talk about it all the time, and suddenly, just replacing. 
the, uh, the, the existing number of judges, when they die, retire, uh, self-detonate in a hooker scandal, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> Uh, that suddenly is now a crib. That's exact. That's the perfect encapsulation of how the rules are different for the left and the right. When the left say, "Oh, we should have a 15-man Supreme Court, and then there'll be enough lefties on there to bring back Roe versus Wade," uh, that's perfectly normal. But uh, keeping it at the existing number and just uh, going with the rolls of the dice when you're in office—that's court packing. It's language is the left's biggest tool, really. And language is something that the folks over at CNN have learned a lot about. They've used language to drive themselves into the toilet in the ratings. Now <laughs> Donald Trump is going to sue them. Apparently he's filed suit for, they claim, a defamation. They filed the lawsuit. He's suing CNN for $475 million. Look, CNN has an endless supply of money, so even if they lose, they'll just keep pumping you know, more money out. But, but do you think Donald Trump has a chance? Well, it's extremely difficult in American law for a public figure uh, to win a defamation suit. I know American defamation law backwards, forwards, sideways, because I'm being sued for defamation myself right now. (laughs) And uh, so I happen happen to know a, a little bit about it. He'd have an easier case if he was being sued in Ontario or in Northern Ireland or in various other jurisdictions. But but the, the fact of the matter is that, that Trump doesn't get a fair, whether he wins the case or not, he doesn't get a fair shake from the media. And what is interesting is there's a new guy at CNN. I mean, for example, CNN goes too far. That's why the Covington, Kentucky kid, uh, was able to take them to the cleaners. Uh, so, th- so th- the new guy at CNN who's cleaning house, and I'm all in favor of that, because basically I wouldn't mind if somebody said we're going to be the left-wing crazy station and we're making a fortune, but they were the left-wing crazy station, and they just, as you said, they just drove their ratings into the toilet and they became a big loser network. I'm nobody. I'm like just a uh, just some obscure Canadian guest host. And when I used to, I was always astonished when I guest hosted at Fox, how even, you know, I'm like a mediocre guy. I'm not really focused on the show. It's rambling. It's all over the place. And you still kick CNN's butt. <laughs> like, you know, there's an... There's Anderson Cooper. He's loaded. He's like signed to a, uh, evidently signed to an 120-year uh, contract or whatever it is, even though he's got no audience. Whereas <laughs> some guy who basically just slipped across the Niagara River under cover of darkness <laughs> can kick his butt in the ratings. It's pathetic. Oh, goodness, Mark. Well, first of all, you you are absolutely not that guy you described, rambling and all the rest of it. What The, the reason that people listen to you is because you make so much freaking sense. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this queen's name. You're the king of royalty over here. Marguerite? Marguerite? Margaret Margar- <laughs> somebody. She's a Dane. That's a MAGA. It's Queen MAGA. Queen MAGA. Okay. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Uh, they've got a big problem in Denmark. They've, they've got the Trump fever, and she's now called... It's, that's just the uh, Danish spelling of, uh, of Margaret, so she's, she's very nice. I met her... Oh, you uh, met quite... all these people. You 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 hang out with royalty. <laughs> no, no, I I don't give me that because that's the whole. That's what I never uh, named you met, anybody. You worth met Princess Die. You hung out with Princess Die. We're not going to go into that story because I don't <laughs> want to embarrass you. <clears throat> you hung out with Princess Die, folks. 
Um, Not our princess die, the princess die over there across the pond back in the day. Um, Okay. You you hung out with the queen. You hung out Uh, with the queen. You know this queen. Queen, what's her name? Queen Queen Margaret. Queen, yeah, Queen Maga. (laughs) She's not really the queen. I tell tell you uh, what I like about the Danish royal family. Compared to Nancy Pelosi flying home, these people, nobody, these people half the country has never heard of, flying around on private government jets. And and when Queen Margaret of Denmark goes to visit uh, Greenland, she takes a Danish fisheries plane. You can imagine what that is like, uh, and you, and it and it's quite uh, rank with the smell of cod and all kinds of other things. But she sits there quite happily, uh, and she leads a more normal life than Nancy Pelosi. And in addition, uh, you know, when members of her family get pulled over for for DUI, they don't get all the special treatment that uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband gets. So one of the weird things is that royal families these days are actually more normal than the grand panjandrums of lifelong, palate, uh, lifelong politics like Nancy Pelosi. Well, well, well Queen Maga said she was going to strip four of her grandchildren of their royal titles. Yeah. They had a cow. The, the, one of the little young royals said she got bullied at school after that. And now <laughs> Queen Maga... And Queen Maga says, ah, she's publicly apologized. But Maga says she stripped them because she wanted them to have normal lives and just go out and enjoy their lives. Well, it, so- is, it is tough in the playground when, you know, on on Tuesday you were his royal highness, and then two days later you're just Fred. I can understand... <laughs> I can understand that that could cause you problems in in the playground. But she's quite right. You know, you don't in Saudi Arabia, there's a new prince born every 10 days. Uh, there was a period after 9-11 when I didn't meet any Saudi who wasn't a prince. I knew one, Sheikh Al-Ghasibi. He was just a, sh- a regular old sheikh. Everybody else, there's, there's like thousands of Saudi princes, and you, you run into them at all the best whorehouses around <laughs> Europe because uh, that's all there is for them to do. There's too many of them. Uh, and and I, I'm, I'm in favor of what she's doing here, which is like keeping the royal family trim and focused, and and you can mm-hmm. mock this, but the the thing that always gets me I, when when I uh, years ago I had an assistant uh, who worked for me in New Hampshire, and I'd come into the office and she'd be on the phone saying, uh, "Oh yes, thank you, Senator. That's uh, great, Senator. I'll speak to you in a couple of days, Senator." Uh, and she put the phone down. And I'd say, "Oh, were you talking to a senator?" And she'd say, "Oh no, that was Fred Schmuck, who was a New Hampshire state senator from 1957 to 1959. <laughs> but for some reason, we have to give him this senator title until the day he dies. And I'm not in favour of that. Uh, and I'm not in favour of having a prince born every ten days, as in Saudi Arabia." Always a delight, Mark Stein. We look forward to hearing from you next Tuesday. You can catch Mark Stein. On GB News, that's wherever. Just hit your internet. GB News, he's the, by the way, Mark is kicking butt there. And Stein Online, S-T-E-Y-N, online, Stein Online. Thank you, Mark. Thanks a lot, James. Always a pleasure.